Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Good afternoon. At the tone, Pacific Daylight Time will be... It's 5 o'clock. 5 o'clock. One step closer to my own personal hell. This is Primetime on Sports Radio 1080 The Fan. We expect the best. We're not afraid to break someone. Do you hear me? Primetime is your source for the best in local, regional, and national sports. Go ahead and clap. Mediocrity deserves applause. Isaac Rob, I'm miserable. I had to get up at 10 o'clock this morning. Jason Sikanet. I'm a dude playing a dude disguised as another dude. Primetime on 1080 The Fan. All right. Welcome back. Hope you're having a nice little uh, Tuesday. Thanksgiving, just a few days away where we stuff our faces <laughs> and drink till we get black eyes. Yeah, I did see, uh, well, I did see two black eyes today. Just goes to goes to show you you can get started a little too early our two fearless leaders yeah that's really the big story of the day yes both of our bosses our direct bosses above us both huge huge shiners yeah same eye both claiming they quote fell down wait i thought kim had two no no so she just has the one she just has the one okay now she had one uh, a while back she broke her nose and she had two black eyes this was no broken uh, nose this is just one hell of a shiner and then jeff austin who claims that he was running on his hardwood floors in his socks. No one's buying it, you two. Come up with a better story. Well, maybe they need a walking stick like Kyrie Irving has. <laughs> yeah, Buck Buck uh, informed us that when Kyrie made his entrance today to the game, he was wearing a – or he didn't wasn't wearing – he had a walking stick. Yeah, I will, uh, I'll find the tweet again that had it, and I'll put it on the 1080, the fan account, so everyone can see the glorious outfit. Yeah. Except you said that you thought the walking stick was $1,200. <laughs> I promise you it's way more than $1,200. You, you think it's like more like twelve grand? Yeah. Is it bedazzled? There's no it's not. There is no way that he has only a $1,200 walking stick. It's that or he found it at Joshua Tree and like shipped it back. So it's not like a cane. It's a full-on like Gandalf the Wizard. Yeah. It's a stick that's as tall, tall. as he is. Yeah, it's it's not like a cane. <laughs> I'm looking at it here. <laughs> and he's just, what do I, I just look up Kyrie walking stick. Is that what I'm, that what I'm pulling Hold up? Hold on, I'll, I'll get the account for you here. <laughs> Why? And he's, and he's in. He's in Brooklyn, correct? They're, they're at home? Uh, you can find it at League Fits, F-I-T-S, League Fits. Can we call fake news here, perhaps? What? Is this fake? You don't think it's a real walking stick? Well, I don't know. I mean, <laughs> you think it's a superimposed walking stick? <laughs> yeah. Somebody trying to pin the walking stick on It's a deep fake? I'm just yeah, trying to think, why fake. would you need a walking stick in Brooklyn? Are you, are you hiking in the hills? Look, he's making a statement, man. What is the statement of the, the walking stick? Is that am I? In, and I think he's actually in Philly, um, where they are booing Ben Simmons tonight. Oh, that's right. Yeah, this is the return. I saw yeah. that. By the way, the last couple games, Ben Simmons actually playing pretty well. And I heard him in an interview today, and he didn't sound like a giant doucher. What did he say? I just thought they were asking him because you know Embiid doesn't like him, 
and I thought he handled it pretty well. They were grilling him about, are you going to talk to Joel Embiid? Do you have any relationship with him? Do you guys text? It was this BS line of questioning, and I thought he just, I thought he handled it pretty well, and then he went up in the stands and signed a bunch of autographs for kids. I'm kind of pulling wow. for Ben Simmons a little bit. I wouldn't do that if I were you. Well... I'm going to because clearly that dude has something going on between the uh, the ears there, and I don't I don't want to root for someone to have some sort of like mental breakdown. Like at first, I just thought he was being a bitch and lying about it because he didn't want to play. I think that dude legitimately well, has some stuff going on. Yeah, well, he already had that. Now yeah. he's back. Yeah, he's, he last couple games he played well against Portland. Still has the worst looking jumper I've ever seen, but you know, I'm kind of pulling for him. I just didn't know if now because for a while there, remember like the fanny packs were a thing. And you're like, man, when did fanny packs come back? So now all of a sudden walking sticks? There's like some 70-year-old guy walking around Portland right now that's like, I was, ahead, I was ahead of the curve. Like you see those when you go to like Skimania Lodge. Like you, you go into the gift store and they're selling those walking sticks. I don't know what the hell they're good for, but you got one. All right, coming up this hour, sports snorts. We've got a lot of uh, non-football news to cover here. Uh, Club 1080s night, uh, we didn't get to our Yellowstone story. No. Ratings record. We were derailed. Yellowstone. Which, by the way, let me say, for the record, the new season of Yellowstone, meh. And the anti-woke bank is shutting its doors. Mm. The the anti-woke? Who could have seen that coming? Yeah. I don't even know what what that is. Well, they they yell racial things at you when you walk in. What? (laughs) It was just a joke. Uh, it is time now for the. You know what? That that would be quite the interesting. Uh, you know, you go up to you go up to visit the teller and they just shout random epithets at you. The sad thing is, I feel like that bank could thrive in some places. Yeah. Oh, they would love it. Wasn't there that one hot dog place like yeah. in Chicago that they? Yeah, it's it, called Wiener Circle. I yeah, think. they they curse at I you. I went there once. It was great. <laughs> Not big fat wieners. Is it big fat wieners? No, I I just, I just remember I we we had big fat wieners here for a while. There is a great place in Chicago. It's mildly uncomfortable, so you'd have to you yeah. have to prepare yourself. But usually you're drunk when you go there, and it stays open late. And the people inside there just totally belittle you the whole time. Yeah, uh, and it's great. Curse at you. I mean, it gets personal. I've it seen gets it, very personal, yeah. and it's uh, funny. Um, and you can pay twenty dollars for a shirt lift. Yeah, yeah. There's the couple. They turn ladies. the lights out. Yeah. You give them twenty bucks, and then all of a sudden boobies come. <laughs> out. It's crazy. That's a hell of a. Uh, yeah, it's hell a good of time. a theme. Now that that is a business. Mm. Yeah. Looking right at you, Elon Musk, and, and it's thriving. Elon needs something. Do you see? He since the I think the start of the year, he has lost four hundred and uh, it's four hundred seventeen million dollars a day. Oh no. Every day for the last however many months. The Tesla's in the toilet, right? Yeah, they're Isn't not doing. The yeah, he's he's struggling right now. Now, I promise it is time for the hot five at five. Oh. Hot topics, hot opinions. Oh, darling, I'm hot today. And hot air. It's time for the hot five at five. That's hot. The hot five at five on prime time with Isaac and Sue. No, I mean it. That's very hot. The Hot Five at Five with Isaac and Sue on 1080 The Fan. Number five. Free agent outfielder Aaron Judge is meeting with the San Francisco Giants. Yeah, he is. He is in, he is in the Bay. It's all right. He's going to go there and suck. You know how it works, Buck. With his curly white. You can give him $500 million and you can go in there and hit 220 be awesome. You know what? I'm okay with that right now. <laughs> I mean, I they have not got a, a good real a real free agent in 
ages. I would love it. I don't. He could be bad later. I just want the deal to happen now. Fuck, you have three World Series in recent memory. Shut up. Okay. No one wants to hear from you. Wasn't Evan Longoria a free agent? I don't think that is the same stratosphere of a signing as oh. Aaron Judge in his prime. Yankees reportedly offered nine years, $337 million. Am I wrong, or is that a little less than what you thought? Well, he is 30. Nine years, yeah. 337. I, I would have thought that that was going to be a big I would have thought that would be a $400 million offer. That's $37 million. No. What's the highest? No. The highest Number trial. four. Yeah, 37 million. 37 million. Hey, look at that. The Kansas math was right. Let's go. Cristiano Ronaldo has left Manchester United following his outspoken interview with Piers Morgan. Uh, he said he doesn't respect the club or its manager, so they were like, yeah, get out of here. And apparently the uh, Glazer family, they own the Buccaneers. They're open to uh, selling. Things not, not going the Bucs. They're open to selling Manchester yeah. United. Yeah, Manchester United. They own them both. Yes. They own them both. Yeah. Yes. Uh, World Cup scores today. Saudi Arabia 2-1 over Argentina. Yeah, this was a, this was a big deal. Argentina had like the fifth best odds, and Saudi Arabia was thirty-five thousand to win the world win the World Cup, and I think they were twenty-five to one dogs in this game. And a comeback victory. They were down one 0 Yes. Scrappy, scrappy Saudi. They've also announced tomorrow is a national holiday in Saudi Arabia. Nice. They ran the bone saw play. <laughs> Yikes. Uh, Tunisia and Denmark, scoreless draw. Mexico, Poland, scoreless draw. Not a goal between them. Catch the fever. France, four. Australia, one. That's a final. Those are your finals. Uh, What do we... We play... uh, When do we play next? Friday. England? Friday, 11 a.m. against England. Look out. Apparently the British were taunting us. What a the, big game. The English were taunting us over our lame 1-1 tie over Wales. Mm. I think they should roll Ted Lasso out there. <laughs> you should taunt them over four numbers. one seven seven six, baby. Huh? 1776. Oh, 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 oh Okay. Yes. Yes. Like, where I was like, what are we, what, what uh, are we That's doing my pin here? code. No. <laughs> Who you got in the Sam Darnold versus Russell Wilson battle this weekend? <laughs> Do we all lose in this? The Panthers are hosting the Broncos. Carolina moving to Sam Darnold over Baker Mayfield. Does it really matter? And yes, I believe it or not, I think I will take Russell Wilson. Have you seen the kid, by the way, on TikTok that's breaking down Russell Wilson's bathrooms versus touchdown passes? Yes. It's amazing. Yeah. He, he has more bathrooms in his house than touchdown passes? Yes. He sat at the start of the year to see if Russell Wilson would throw more touchdown passes than bathrooms. Right now, it's at 7-12. to 12. And he had a great... He goes, Bathrooms with every every week the bathrooms are growing ever confident that they have this one locked up. Uh, Alabama quarterback Bryce Young, non-committal about playing in the Tides bowl game, has been battling a shoulder injury this season. He shouldn't. It's going to be a worthless bowl game, and the guy's going to be a top five pick. Don't do it. Hey, student athletes, man. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Dennis Dodd of CBS following up on the Lane Kiffin to Auburn report from yesterday. He says the Tigers of Auburn have put the full court press on Lane, but there has been no formal offer yet. He also says Matt Rule turned down the Nebraska job last week, and he said another name to watch for the Huskers was Washington's Kalen DeBoer. But DeBoer just signed an extension today, so obviously DeBoer used that uh, little, little rumor there to scratch up a few more years and a few more dollars from UW. What's that guy making, DeBoer? Oh, look it up. I mean, this was his first big-time job, so I think he was making in the mid-threes. Wow. 
Really? I'll look this up for you. He makes more than landing, though, right? Or, I mean, uh, less than landing. Yeah, I'm on my way right now to find it. Good luck with that, Jeremy. Number one. Why are people calling you out on your Brooklyn pronunciation, too? What, Number Brooklyn? As a, you, I was saying Brooklyn. Yeah. They didn't like the it's fact not that not Brooklyn. Yes, Brooklyn. Brooklyn. You know what? Uh, bite me, Brooklyn. How about that? Someone called it the new golf. <laughs> the new Jared golf. I'm seeing that the divorce six-year contract will pay $26.7 million in base salary. It increases his buyout above $10 million for the 2025 season. So what does that go per year? Uh, let's see. That's going to be about five and a half. Five and change. Not too shabby, considering that you've won. Four and a half. 4.3. What did you say? 26? Six, six years, $26.7 million before incentives. Yeah, without incentives, that's 4.4. I mean, if they win, I mean, you've got a chance to put a 10-win season together. But just be careful. Every year we see this where a guy has one successful year at Mel Tucker, and they roll out the red carpet for him, Sonny Dykes, and sometimes it's hard to duplicate. We have 11 sleeps until the final college football playoff rankings come out December 4th. For now, here is the latest. Uh, Georgia 1, Ohio State 2, Michigan 3, and TCU 4. Shocking. All of them had pretty tough games over the weekend, but the uh, top four stay the same. Number five, though, this week is LSU. Six is USC. Yeah, so keep an eye on that because, I mean, USC has two quality games still to come, Notre Dame and then the Pac-12 title game. LSU has A&M this week, whatever, but then they got the big one against Georgia. I just find it hard to believe that if LSU finds a way to, to beat the consensus number one team in the country, that even as a two-loss champ, they don't get in. Uh, number seven is... Oh, Alabama. Alabama. Yeah, Bama seven. They're ahead of Clemson. Uh, who's eight. And then Oregon comes in there at nine. By the way, at this point in the season, no one ranked after seven has ever made the playoff. Just FYI. Until this year when it's Iowa <laughs> out of the Big Ten. Iowa comes out of the blue. Storming back. Realize that if Iowa does beat, uh, is it Nebraska this week? Correct. If they beat Nebraska, They're your in. half Let's of go. the Big Ten, that would be what the, the Big Ten East, the champ, or I got the Big Ten West, would be your Iowa Hawkeyes. That is where the march to the college football playoff. <laughs> Happens or begins. I want Iowa right to, there. Iowa to win that game six to three, and then start having to lobby that yes, they belong. They belong in the playoff. Uh, Bo Nix saying today his ankle feels better today than it did last Tuesday. He says he should be ready to roll Saturday against the Beavers, uh, who came in the rankings at number twenty-one. They were up two spots yes. after the win over Arizona State. I couldn't be more excited for this game, and I do think that the health of Bo Nix is kind of the determining factor in this. I think if Bo is, is able to go and is able to move around, I think this is Oregon's game. If he's limited the way he was against Utah, I think the Beavs are going to get him. Okay, Sports Snorts is a segment we have uh, lined up next. Okay. All right, I'm ready to snort. It is 516. You're listening to The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Selling a little or a lot. 
Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odyssey podcast. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. All right, if you're out there right now, listen, jump. Just jump. Do it right now. Jump. Dun, dun, dun. Jump. Literally jump. Thank you. On the fan. Um, do you think th- anyone did? I do. I hope I hope they did. I like to believe someone out there. Someone will probably text in and say they jumped even if they didn't jump. Yeah. You know what? I try to avoid... If you're in your car, just honk your horn then. If you're having to look at like three activities that seem to be fairly uh, mundane that I avoid, I would say jumping is top three. Do you remember jumping jacks? I do remember jumping jacks. Does anybody ever do a jumping jack after like sixth grade? Yeah. All those like Insanity or P90X DVDs, they always have you doing jumping jacks. Somehow they work their way into the boxing cardio that I do. You guys do jumping jacks? Not a lot. It's like at the very beginning (laughs) just to kind of stretch out your shoulders and whatnot. Some jumping jacks. I am doing some jumping jacks. Maybe and only about forty-five Jack? seconds worth. And why did he jump? Was he a good jumper? Could like, we have ju- yeah? Could we have jumping Johns? Right. Or is it the jacks? Because it's like you're you're doing the X and like the little jacks yeah. he used to play. I'm oh, assuming jacks. that's I'm assuming that's what it is with like the little the, ball. Yeah, the little ball. I'm assuming that's why. But yeah, if you're asking me to jump, I'm gonna need a lot of uh, I'm gonna need a, a, a good reason, an explanation. There has to be some sort of reward for it. At this point in my life, jumping is really just uh, it's it's on the bottom bottom list of activities that I I well, feel like I should do. To quote the great David Lee Roth, <laughs> might as well. Might as well. No, no, I'm good. I have uh, I've done some quick research on the origin of the jumping jack. John J. Pershing, also known as Blackjack Pershing, is yes. said to have developed the exercise. The name comes from a popular children's toy in which was either usually a soldier or jester, and when you pulled a string, the arms would splay out like that, mm-hmm. and he did the exercise. There you go. By the way, I love that someone created, like, you invented jumping jacks. You just, you just jumped. That's all it was, and you raised your arms above your head. Amazing. 
And yet I find it hilarious that Buck on a daily basis now has to go in and do jumping jacks. You get yelled at. <laughs> is it like some hot gal that's running your boxing class or is it just some sweaty dude? Uh, it depends. Yeah. It varies. And that means that Buck goes to the hot chick ones. You just tell your wife, you're like, oh, no. It depends. It varies. Yeah. Like, I had a buddy of mine that does those Pelotons, and he only rides the Peloton, I'm convinced, because he likes staring at the instructor. Yeah. Hey, whatever motivates you, man. Well, why is that a bad thing? No, I just think it's uh, it's everyone needs their own certain motivation. So. Yeah, boobs will do it. <laughs> I'm not sure that Darius will do it for me tomorrow morning, though. Darius? Yeah, that's who's instructing tomorrow. <laughs> Oh. Look at you! That's a hate crime right there. He should do it for you, Buck. Come on! No, no, it's not. I just, I know, I know my type. Shocker at the World Cup. They are saying is one of the, it is one of the biggest upsets in World Cup history, as the Saudis beat Messi and Argentina two one. Yeah, and I guess this is a huge deal. Uh, Argentina has had some some bowouts before, and, and you know Messi's arguably the greatest player of all time, and. This is his last World Cup, and already like there's some tension between him and the countrymen because they feel like he should have brought him a World Cup by now. And I guess they're saying, yeah, down in Argentina, people are just losing their S. That this is something that is only going to uh, further that divide between the uh, that country and that, yeah. that soccer player. Well, as you know, I follow soccer closely. I mean, you are soccer up. Um, and I was reading an article today. That said, Argentina was overrated, and we should have seen this coming. <laughs> this is where we're at. Okay, so I—that's what I think now because mm. I read that article. And that's uh, all. Biggest, so you saw it coming. Biggest, yes. Uh, clearly, it was going to happen. <laughs> biggest World Cup upsets. This one: the United States beat England in 1950, mm -hmm. famously. Uh, Algeria over West Germany in 1982. Well, and, who could forget that? Yeah, that was a big one. I was seven. And Senegal over France in 2002. Those are the biggest World Cup upsets ever. 25-1 to 1 Saudi was to win this game, which is the equivalent, if you want to put it in cool sport terms, uh, of like an almost 30-point NFL underdog winning, winning outright. Or what, like a 16 versus a 1 in the NCAA tournament, right? Yes, that, that like was that. the uh, when Virginia lost as the 1 seed to the 16 seed mm -hmm. in 2008. That it was the same, twenty five to one. Saudi Arabia declared a public holiday after beating Argentina. Hell yeah! <laughs> I, you know that even the Saudis didn't think that they had a chance when they're declaring a public holiday after that one. We lost once to UTEP, and they tore down the goalpost. And then we found out the rest of the year it was like the final two or three weeks of the season. Their coach didn't make them wear pads. They didn't have another padded practice after that, and that was kind of one of those like that's. I don't know how bad it is when the coach is like, you know what, boys? No more padded practices the rest of the year. That's when you know that you've really, uh, you know, you, you've done something special there. Well, you know what the Saudis are close to, and boy, wouldn't this be awkward. What? Budweiser is giving beer that it can't sell because of the rules in Qatar. Yeah, so they have all that beer over there that's just sitting. Yeah, they're giving it to the eventual to the fans of the eventual winner of the World Cup. What do you mean? Like, they're just... So they have this huge stockpile, and basically whoever wins, Budweiser's going to go throw that country either one huge party or parties in a bunch of locations and just give all that beer to the fans of that country that wins. Yeah, have That's you a lot of beer, I bet. Oh, dude, have yeah. you seen here? A whole look, tournament's worth. Let me show you this. Look at this photo. That's the beer. Oh, my gosh. In a <laughs> Those, that's the case in a of warehouse. beer? Yeah. Jeez. It's all just sitting there. So I mean, just, it's massive. So they're just going to just airlift that to wherever. Basically, it looks like a giant building. Uh, yeah, they're well. It's already over there, I think, because huh. they were thinking they were going to sell beer. Yeah, so they're going to give it to the winning 
Uh, yeah, it was only announced 48 hours before that they weren't yeah. going to they were going to pull sales. 75 million dollar deal with FIFA. Boy, I bet you. Although they are selling plenty of Bud Zero. <laughs> yeah. I didn't even know there was. Do you a, think they are? Do you think a bunch yeah, of people they, are like yeah. drinking a lot of that? Oh, I don't know. They but that they said that you Oh, could, I knew they were selling it. I wonder how popular that oh, was over there. Oh, I bet they there. are. Do you know how many cases there were like of that? Do they know like the the value cuz there's a thing going on Netflix right now and I can't say that I fully recommend it cuz it kind of it dies with a whimper. But do you remember back in the day where the the Pepsi, I think it was back in the 90s and Pepsi ran a thing where if you bought Pepsi, you got Pepsi points. You could redeem it for prizes. And there was a the, the, the commercial, the last one said 7 million Pepsi points. You could get a Harrier jet. You buy a military <laughs> Harrier jet. And then it put a disclaimer on it. And some 20-year-old kid from, like, Colorado, he, he got 7 million Pepsi points. They found a loophole. What? He got it's, – it's an amazing story. Except it kind of ends, like I said, it ends with a thud, but it, it goes to court for like four or five years. Pepsi ran a commercial saying that, you know, for, you know, 50 Pepsi points, you could get a t-shirt. A thousand Pepsi points, you get a leather jacket. And then at the very end, they had a Harrier jet and a kid flies in on it. And the kid's like, beats, you know, taking the bus. And it says 7 million points where some kid did the math and figured out, okay, this is how much Pepsi I need to buy. And he, it was like $4.3 million worth of Pepsi. But then logistically, he said, there's just no way, even if I could find someone to finance this, could I buy enough Pepsi? But they found a loophole that you could buy Pepsi points for a certain for, you know, for a certain amount. Basically just did the math and said, this checks out. I should do this. Yes. And he got a, a friend of his that he knew, some climbing friend that it was a really successful business guy. And it was seven hundred thousand dollars. And they wrote Pepsi a check for seven hundred grand and said, we want the Harrier jet. And Pepsi was like. <laughs> Ha ha, you know, no. And they sued him. And it went all the way. Like, it, I mean, it, it was a whole thing. And it went on for like four or five years. That's awesome. And he sued him. And I just, I made me think of that because they showed the stockpile of that, that beer. And they showed what it would have taken to get the Pepsi. It was the same thing. You would need warehouses upon warehouses to store it. And then they found out you could just buy Pepsi points for a certain amount. I was thinking you were to go another way where, like, he found a way to get a bunch of old containers that that would then allow him to get the points or something. But that the the fact that Pepsi allowed him to buy them, that's on them, man. Yeah, I mean, it was. I thought it was a pretty valid case, but the judge ruled that no reasonable person um, would think that it was a real thing. Although, like. Then don't dangle it in front of my face like it's a real thing. It seemed to me like the judge had, like, they kind of made it sound like maybe the judge had a vested interest in this. Like, it's really hard to go up against these big companies. They have a lot of high-powered attorneys. But, yeah, he, he, he sued him and took it all the way and, um, like, to a state Supreme Court, and eventually he got ruled against. But, yeah, I, was, I, just, I wondered, like, how much beer that is, like, in total value, how much is that? Yeah, it doesn't say. I was looking and. It, it doesn't say. So I mean, I I'm know. sure to Budweiser, no offense, it's a drop in the hat. I mean, right. you know, much. Well, I don't know, think they're going to send it all. No, but. but would you get a. I mean, I'll, I'll bet you Bud probably sells. Let, let's say even if that's like $50 million worth of beer or whatever. I'll, what is Budweiser selling a year? I'll bet you that number is gargantuan. I mean, it's got to be billions, right? For sure. Because it's the number one selling beer, at least in the United States. All I know is if Sa I'm now rooting for Saudi Arabia to win the World Cup, so they get all the Budweiser. <laughs> can they? Can no, they can't. Yeah, you can't. That's another no, one. That's no. a no-no. That's a big no-no. Yeah. Which I kind of want to see happen for that very reason, just to see what would come of it. 
by the way, Budweiser, just Budweiser. So not all the other. It's the the brand's top uh, top money maker, Budweiser, generated sales of seven billion dollars in twenty twenty one. It's pretty good. <laughs> so something tells me that people even, are still drinking that crap. People are still to the tune. I mean, think about it, seven billion. You said people are still drinking that crap. Yeah, seven billion dollars worth last year. It's crazy. All right. Um, hmm. A couple of other sports snorts coming up next. We have a public apology in the Benjamin Watson situation from yesterday that we talked about. Oh, yeah, the don't mess with Ben Watson's wife. Yeah, I've got more on that. I thought that was the best part of uh, the weekend. Oh, the boot, Amazing. Ten- the boot tension there was, was phenomenal. I looked into the top baseball contracts to see what Aaron Judge could maybe get, but he's not going to get what Trout got. No? No. He's three years older than when Trout got his deal, and he's, I mean, he's good. He's just coming off one major year, unlike Trout. And and Trout, as you said, 37 a year? Trout? Yeah. 35 a year. 35. But he got that at age 27. Yeah. 12 years, 426 million. Judge isn't going to get that. But he's going to get a lot. Um, So we will get to those items. And hey, remember when the Blazers were number one in the West? I do remember that. Yeah, they're eighth. Yeah. yeah. So here's Buck. (laughs) You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. That's right. Uh, Hey, uh, tomorrow? Tomorrow at this time, we're going to be ropping the bank. Our super hot picks against the spread. Nice little juicy action last night with the Niners. We'll do it a day early because, well, Thanksgiving. Um, No Dan Lanning this week. No. And I don't think we'll have Jason Quick this week either. A lot of you? A lot of you, a lot of of me. A lot of Buck, although not according to one guy who is telling... (laughs) Buck is getting the shut up, Buckley. Yeah. There's always one guy. When anyone new comes in, there's always that one guy that's very angry. Now, he compared you to Todd Fritz of the Dan Patrick Show. Yeah, I don't know which one of the Danettes that is, but uh, it's the old fat, It's the old yeah. fat, bald it's one. The, it's the producer guy, yeah. the guy who books all the guests, and he is uh, milk toast. Quite frankly, I would take that as a, uh, as a, a slight. Mm. I, I think it was intended as one. Yeah. Well, I think anytime, <laughs> anytime you tell someone to shut up, I don't want to hear from you, and then compares you to someone, I doubt that's like a favorable sort of thing. No one's like, why don't you just uh, shut up? I hate you. You know, you remind me a lot you're of like this. You're like Marconi. Really, <laughs> this really uber talented individual. This may not come as breaking news, but I am no stranger to being told to shut up. I've been there before. Yeah, and the wifey tell you that a lot? Oh, wifey, friends, my brother. Really? Family, whatever. Big talker? Uh, occasionally. Buckley, big mm-hmm. talker. Look at that. Well, we're happy to have you, Buck, and you can talk whenever you'd like. That guy needs to chill out. Take a <laughs> chill pill. Isn't that what the kids say? <laughs> 
that's what I'm sure you're you're really tapping yeah. into the you kids digging. What what's I'm, the the old adage? Uh, the old that in the entire history of being told to chill out, no one has actually ever chilled out. <laughs> I will say that if you if you are looking for relationship advice, the thing that you should never say is calm down. See, yeah, yes. yeah, same essentially, uh, yes. same essential principle. Very true. If your wife is ever mad at you or your girlfriend, telling someone to calm down, you are right. It has never worked in the history of calming down. I'll tell you what, you know who's shutting up at my house right now? This guy. <laughs> Cause, uh, is there a lot going on? Well, no, she's just, uh, you know, it's, uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah I get it. Yeah. Sometimes they're on, uh, they're just a time, it's a period of time, <laughs> and it's, I just, uh, shut up and I do my own thing. Yeah. I can't so. say that I, uh, I noticed that I get treated like crap, uh, the entire month. So <laughs> it all just kind of blends in. Um, I was looking at the uh, baseball contracts. Do you know baseball? Do you like baseball? I do like baseball. In fact, I just saw a Cespedes clip come across my timeline for some unknown reason. He's like playing one of like the Dominican leagues or whatever, and he's out there raking. All right. Former New York Met great. Uh, Aaron Judge is meeting with the Giants. I was thinking about what kind of money he's going to get. So the Yankees offered him nine years, 337. Yeah. Is that a butt ton or is that an F ton? Do we know what the official that's, term for that is? That's $37 million a year. Which would make him the highest paid per year, but it's not the most total because Trout got twelve years, four hundred twenty-six million. But Trout was, like you said, was like three or four years younger, he right? Was when twenty-seven. He signed it. Aaron Judge is thirty, so I don't know who eclipses Trout. Um, maybe Shohei. Yeah, I bet he. Well, how old is Shohei though? Yeah, I don't think he's that young. Now Scherzer is the most per year. Scherzer's got forty-three, but his was like a three-year deal for forty-three apiece. And supposedly that's what DeGrom's looking for. He wants 40. He wants in that 40 to 43 range. Shohei's 28. Okay. Would you give... I mean, is anyone worth $40 million? Dude, I tell you what, he's pretty durable, Shohei. For Shohei? as much as he does... Yeah. He's always out there. For as much as he does... And I think if you were to lose him as a pitcher, you could still rely yeah. on him as a hitter, right? Even if his yeah. pitching were to fall off. Well, didn't he have that one year where he had to take a break because of the elbow, but he kept playing? Yeah. He kept DHing? Yeah. Yeah, so I think if anybody's going to... I mean, somebody's going to get it. I don't know who it'll be. Maybe it'll be Vlad Jr. Has he, he gotten paid yet? You know, Julio got paid. I was reading about his contract today. Julio Rodriguez, that is. Yeah. Of Mariners fame. You know that. You know what they gave him? What'd they get? 12 years, $209 million. That actually seems like a pretty good deal. It's a freaking great deal. Well, and that's what the... So f- he'll make $17 million a year. Now, reading further, though, what I was going to tell you is... Is there options? Well, there are all kinds of ways that that guy will get paid. So it's kind of like it it's on the surface it's team friendly because in the next several years next the first 7 <clears throat> they get him at a pretty good price. Yeah. It's it's very incentivized. So if he wins MVP two times in his first 8 seasons, it becomes the richest deal in league history. Okay. So if he plays like an elite player, he will be paid that way. Well, but then the next 5 years are player options at 90 million. So if he sucks or if he's hurt and and this is this was all the way you know like into his late twenties now yeah. because he's he's really young, mm-hmm. but we're talking eight years down the road, uh, he still gets paid no matter what because if he's hurt or if he sucks, he's got the player option. He'll just take the player option and yeah. cash checks. So he's basically safe, you know, no matter he, he's, he's he's set for life. He's set for life, but it's also it's a really good deal. I read a, I read a uh, a piece on how they structured it and how um, what's the Mariners GM's name? Depoto. Jerry Depoto and the agent went about it, and it's uh, it's really a one of a kind deal. So it's kind got. of fair for both sides, very much, 
They well, both mutually respect each other, and they both had things they wanted, and so they they came up with a great deal. Well, we've seen this a lot. I know the Braves have done this a bunch, where they lock up a lot of younger guys. The Padres did this with uh, Tatis Jr., where you give them these big, long deals, and it's a crap ton of money, but when you look at the average out, and then you look at where salaries, in, in theory, could go, it actually... There is an element of you you lock it in for a long time, but you get it at a better rate. Well, I I feel like the Braves. See, I think the Mar- what the Mariners did with Julio is very different than what the Braves did. I feel like the Braves flat out swindle young guys. Yeah, they they just feel like every they one of their them. every one of their guys they're on a very team friendly. And the way they swindle them is they just scare them into hey, um, there's a there's a lot of money up front. You should take this because you never know what's going to happen in three yeah. years. And they're like, okay. So I was looking here that I don't know who these guys agents are, but average per year. Um, so Scherzer's one at 43, and then it's Trout, Rendon, DeGrom, Garrett Cole, Trevor Bauer, Carlos Correa, Arenado, <laughs> Strasburg. Trevor Bauer. Trevor Bauer, 35. Remember that guy? I do remember that guy. And get into Lindor at 34, Seager. So- Soto's going to make that uh, of upwards of 40. Yeah. Dave, he's due. David Price is at 32. Jesus. But basically, like the top 15 to 20 guys, you're right around the – Anywhere from the 29 to 36 range. Well, Judge isn't going to get 40, and he might he might get 35. Depends on the years. It's all about the years. Well, if he got 35, then he would just he would only be behind Trout and uh, Rendon. Yeah. But do you lock that guy up for nine seasons at, at age 30? That's... But you may not have another choice. Like, if you're the Giants and you want to get in on this, that may just be... It's like the pool holes thing, right? You, they, he's not coming to San Francisco for four years, so it's it's yeah. And with a deal like that, you got to hope that you get five productive years, and then you know anything after that that he gives you, he just you, you limp your way to the end of the contract and hope that it still sells tickets. In but, other uh, sports snorts, the Blazers are no longer number one in the West. No, if that, you have not been watching, that went quick. They are now eighth. <laughs> so. Well, they're ten and seven. I saw spots one through nine in the West were separated by two games. Yeah, yeah. Utah, Phoenix, Denver, one, two, three. The Kings are hot. The Clippers are hot. All hell's breaking loose. And Damian Lillard's hurt. Yeah, for at least another week or two with some sort of calf muscle that I've never heard of before. But so, you never heard of the calf muscle? Well, no, but it's not the calf muscle. It's the there is something more complex. It's like the Solare calfius muscle or something. Yeah, it's something in there. It's, it's a deep calf Why muscle. Why do they do this to us? I don't know. I don't know. Because you, no you, can't, you can't just say that it's the calf muscle. When is he going to play? <laughs> He's going to be reevaluated in a week or two. But don't worry. The Blazers have told you that's not a big deal. Which means season-ending surgery in <laughs> yeah, two, three, three weeks. Two, one. <laughs> All right. I've got a follow-up on uh, that great story from yesterday regarding Benjamin Watson and his television co-host, yes. Peter Burns. Some great booth tents. Did you finally see the clip? Oh, yeah, I saw it. It's amazing. It was, it was awesome. Amazing. Um, I can't get enough of it. As a matter of fact, I'm going to go watch it again during the break because that's what I do. I'm a sports guy. It's fantastic. Well, we've got a follow-up. We've got apologies, but then we've got backtracking acceptance of apologies. I don't know what's going on here, Jace. Well, let's get to the bottom of it. It is 547. God, so late. This is the fan. Uh, I did learn from internet research that there are actually three muscles that make up the calf. Did you know that? 
Well, you got the two, like, because you, you can see them, like, on each side, like, when you flex. Yeah. But I, and then is there one below that, I'm guessing? There is the gastronemius, the soleus, and the plantaris. Oh, ah, the plantaris. That's my personal favorite. And the soleus is what Lillard hurt. And according to Gunner from Stanford. Which, I mean. He had to put that in there. Let's, well, he did go to Stanford. So if he went, that, I think that's why he put that on there. Yeah, now we have to assume that he's correct. Yeah. And he probably didn't go to Stanford, and his name's probably not Gunner. But let's go with it. But let's go with it. Yeah, he not? says the soleus is the muscle below the big muscles in your calf, and the soleus connects directly to the Achilles tendon, so this is a bigger deal. So basically, at this point, it's time to mash the panic button. Correct. Damian Lillard will be out with an Achilles tear within a matter I of weeks, mean, and let's all just, the season's over. Well, I always thought that was only a matter of time anyway, <laughs> but because uh, that's basketball, especially as you get older, right? You have knee injuries and Well, but he's never lower... I mean, he's had that core injury for a while. I know, but, but remember, you know, it's just it, it all. It's all. It's I'm from Stanford. It's all linked. <laughs> well, get him overseas and get him on some of the HGH and some of the stem cells or whatever. Just you know, send him over to Germany. Let him inject him with some stuff. Let's go. So here's the Benjamin Watson Peter Burns bit from yesterday. We played this yesterday, but this is great. This was on the SEC Network at halftime, maybe. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was the halftime show. Florida Vanderbilt or something. Yeah. Like and that. by the way, which I think Florida lost. Oh, all right. Yeah, first time in like 13 years they lost to. To Vanderbilt. Whoops. Uh, here, here is that exchange. By the way, did you not get the memo on the suits? We all went dark today. You were, you're like Easter service. Y'all kind of, y'all kind of leave me out. Oh man, as long as I get the text from my wife that says I look good. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, so, so, send me the text, babe. Send me the text. <laughs> it's not the one she sent me. I was just like, oh, oh, wait a minute, doors. Come on, hey, live TV. Fifteen to six. Live TV. Huh? My man on the toes. <laughs> Welcome back to the Farm Rich Halftime Report. Uh, just you and I here, Tiki. I'm not sure what happened to uh, Peter Burns. Or huh? did you uh, did you have him keep your wife's name out of his mouth? Huh? <laughs> we'll, we'll see how Peter Burns is uh, with that smart mouth in the second half. But I like the other guy just sitting there laughing. That's great. Um, yeah. So that's Takeo Spikes, by the way. Is the, that who yeah, that is? Yeah. Yeah. He just he was loving the whole thing. So Benjamin Watson was pissed. Peter Burns said. Um, that's, that's a, not the text she sent me. Yeah. It was just a joke. But Watson didn't like. So they come back out for the second or for the next break, and Watson and Burns aren't there. Mm -hmm. And then Watson walks back onto the clearly set. a little huffy and puffy. Yeah, he was he was pissed. <laughs> anyway, uh, I have a follow up. Burns later in the day tweeted a selfie with Watson along with the hashtag friendship. We talked about that yesterday. Watson, by the way, looks miserable in the selfie. I mean, he looks like he still wants to kill him. Uh, the image itself featured Burns sporting a smile while Watson appeared stoic. <laughs> Watson retweeted Burns' tweet, writing, Moving on, but you still owe Mrs. Watson a public apology. So then Burns posts a public ab apology to Watson and his wife uh, Monday, sharing his message, along with a tweet from a user who considered Burns' comments to be a joke, adding it wasn't that bad at all. So he quote tweeted a listener or a viewer saying, Hey, that wasn't that bad. Yeah. Um. He says, while it was a joke, the truth is that I crossed the line. You should never joke about family. So I owe an apology to Ben and Kirsten 100%. Um, ben Watson couldn't have handled it better with his humor and class. We all know that's not true. Yeah. Uh, we all good and proud to call him a friend and coworker. Okay, so then Watson tweets, apology accepted. We are moving on. See you Saturday, man. We have some big games to discuss. Okay, done, should, right? Should be over, right? It is not. No. Because enter Holly Robinson Pete. Oh gosh. She <laughs> Let me just say for the record. 
Let me just say for the record, I'm sure she's a lovely woman, but my God, anytime her name gets instantly have an eye roll because she's got to inject herself into it and make her part of it. Here it comes. What sort of she's not going to take home the Isaac Erop sting in your lane award? No, no, (laughs) no. She criticized Burns' apology, saying maybe with your apology, don't quote tweet someone gassing you that it wasn't that bad or offensive to them. If it was offensive to the person that you joked about, just apologize straight up to them without that opinion. But at least you finally acknowledged it. How about you just shut the hell up because this doesn't involve you in any shape or form? How about and then that? Watson replied to that saying, that part, shaking my head. <laughs> SMH. So he's sort of backtracking now. He's like, yeah, you're right. Ugh. So it's good stuff. Why, Holly? Will this get you to tune into the SEC network? <laughs> no, I'll just wait for the clip to pop up on, uh, on on Twitter. Yeah, that's probably better. Yeah, you're not getting me to watch this. No offense, but, you know, the SEC halftime show, hard pass. I'm not going to lie. I kind of liked the joke. <laughs> I thought it was great. <laughs> Witty, timely. Yeah, be careful making that one in front of Ben Watson. But isn't there people that you know that you can and can't joke with? Isn't that kind of half the, half the thing? Uh, I guess. I don't know. If you're working with someone long enough, you should have an, a, a general feel for where you can go with that. I mean, for heaven's sakes, you say so, like 17 things more offensive than that on a daily basis, but you know me. I think when you're dealing with a guy like that, clearly uh, there should be... <laughs> oh, come on. There, there should be some other... Up? There should be some, some other uh, Ben things Watson's that co- a bitch. Tweet that to him. <laughs> See what Holly Robinson Pete has to say about that. What do you think would happen if you tweeted like at Benjamin Watson and his wife? Just something oh, random. Oh dear. Do you think he'd come after you? I don't o- know. Online. I don't know, but I don't is his wife on Twitter? I don't know. But. Couldn't tell you. Ben Watson gets on a plane and flies over <laughs> here to shut you up. And the whole time he's just rocking in his chair. Five hour plane just, ride. Just, just ready to go. In his chair. It is amazing how angry we get over the most. Exactly. You know, it's the Will Lighten Smith. Lighten up, Francis. Keep my wife's name out of your mouth. God. Dude, settle down. Oh, and by the way, Gunner uh, from Stanford is in, and he didn't go to Stanford. He works at Stanford. Is <laughs> <laughs> see? There you go. He probably works in the cafeteria or something. <laughs> no offense. Well, man. he says he's listening to us on the app while he works at Stanford, so uh, what he can't be contributing too much. Gunner, what do you do? Text it. Hey, let me tell you what. Stanford has an excellent onion ring. They got a good little uh, happy hour menu going on there. <laughs> so Somebody said, uh, no offense to Ben Watson, but a lot of dudes get with his wife. So, uh. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> hey Well, that is the problem is that once you once you let it out there that you're really sensitive about something, you do open yourself up to a lot of you know. Ben Watson should not read internet for a while. I'm sure that I'm sure Twitter will be very respectful of him and his wife for all eternity now. I will say that I think there'll be a lot more people that are willing to say it on Twitter than to say it to Ben Watson's face. (laughs) I I will say that I think it's amazing how many internet tough guys are out there. Face to face, maybe that's a little bit different. Was that the old Jim Rome, right, to Jim Everett? <laughs> I bet you won't say it in my face. I bet you I will. <laughs> and then Jim Rome got tipped over. Chris. Chris. I think I will. Chris, he, called yeah. him, he called him Chris, Chris Everett. Chris Everett. And Jim got all butthurt about it. Yeah. Jim Everett, I mean. Jim Everett. And, and, Jim Rome. and Jim Everett, like, tossed over the great. table, and Jim Rome went ass backwards. Way, and, and you want to talk about being a bitch. Can I just say that's the only great thing Jim Rome's ever done? Ever. I mean, he's he's great at what he does. You know, whatever. It's not my. Thing. I'm just saying, like that. If when you say Jim Rome, that's, that's what, what I think of. Yeah, and it was fantastic. And Rome to this day that talks about one of being the worst things that he's ever done. I have that clip God. if we want it. <laughs> All right, let's play it. Jim, good to have you on the show. Good to be here, Jim. Thank you. Check that, Chris Everett. Good to have you on the show. 
Jim, good to have you on the show. Good to be here, Jim. Thank you. Check that. Chris Everett, good to have you on the show. You know what? You know, you've been calling me that for about the last five years. About <laughs> two years, actually, Chris. Well, hey, you know what? Let me, let me say one thing. In that game, how many sacks did I have that we came back and won? How many sacks did yeah, you have? Yeah, how many games? How many sacks? Let's well, see, but this was back in 1989. Okay, so was you, may, you may have even been Jim Everett back there, but somewhere along the way, Jim, you ceased being Jim and you became Chris. Well, let me tell you a little secret. That, you know, we're sitting here right now, and if you guys want to take a station break, you can. But if you call me Chris Everett to my face one more time... I already did it better, twice. You better... If you call one more time, we better st take a station break. Well, it's a five-minute segment. Our five-segment show. We got a long way to go. Well, we do. We got a long way to go. We do. I'll get a couple segments out of well, you before. Well, it's good to be here with you, though. Well, it's good you to know, see you, too. because you've been talking like this behind my back for a long but time. But now I said it right here. Right. Exactly. Well, we got no problem well, with think that. Well, I think that you, you probably won't say it again. I bet I do. Okay. Chris. <laughs> oh, my God. I think there's nothing better than when a smart little douche gets called to the carpet. Everyone's a tough guy until someone's standing in front of you. So I'll give him credit for saying it, but the look on his face when he realized that he just wrote a check that his ass can't uh, cash, it, it, it's oh phenomenal. God. That was a great bit. Uh, by the way, Kansas keeps Lance Leipold. Let's go. Rejoice. Oh, they got an extension on him? Extension. Boy, I'm a little, I'm a little surprised at that. To be honest with you, I told you. Why don't you ever listen to me? <laughs> what I told you, he was staying because I'm, he's old. I am surprised. And Nebraska job is stupid. I just thought that he would, like you said, being older, this would have been his last shot to play with all the toys, and uh, I thought he would have taken it. Two thousand twenty-nine. And they say how much? Eight billion. That seems like a lot of money. It's got that Bill Self money. Well worth it. <laughs> Uh, it is 601. Let's get to the club, you guys. Uh, we've got cool, hot club things to talk about, so let's do that next on The Family. Your home. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 